from 1977 through the day that the station was on the way to becoming the wolf and the AM portion was becoming what I now know as 610 Sports there was a station that was unlike any other at that time 61 Country and the man that epitomized 61 Country is who I'm remembering on this edition of the New Directions podcast going into this particular show the game plan that I had and I'll talk about it during the broadcast that you'll hear was to have some friends of his join me on New Directions by way of cell phone to talk about his career I wasn't able to get that together but I was able to get someone very very famous to help me do advertisements for this particular show and that was Bailey now that if that name sounds familiar Bailey was the daughter of the man we're talking about on this edition David Lawrence he left a legacy at 61 country as well And we're going to remember this show on this edition of the New Directions Podcast. We'll start doing that right after this. The song was by Waylon Jennings. And it is called, Are You Ready for the Country?
For over 20 years, Kansas City was 61 country. And one of the big reasons why it was 61 country was the man that we are honoring this evening. He was a member of that very, very talented group of disc jockeys for over 20 years. And he put his stamp not only on Kansas City country music, but on Kansas City radio as well. The man made a difference in Kansas City. The man made a difference to a lot of people. I had just learned a year ago this month that he had lost his battle with ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, at age 73. It was Dale Carter who had broken the news on his Facebook page. And this happened five months before I had the opportunity to relaunch this show. And I wanted to take a good amount of time tonight to remember the man who very definitely did make a difference. The man's name was David Lawrence, and he was, for many, many years, Mr. 61 Country. We're talking about him this evening. Hello, everybody. This The show is called New Directions. This is the nighttime edition of the show. My name is Terry Runyon. Glad to have you along this evening. And I'm hoping over the course of this hour tonight to have a lot of former colleagues of his, a couple of family members who I had heard prior to this broadcast starting that they were going to be listening. It's an honor to have them listening with us. And that's David's wife, Deanna, along with their daughter, Bailey. And I wanted to take a moment this evening to remember the man who I personally grew up listening to on 61 Country. When I first started listening to 61, the DJ lineup read this way. The morning show was hosted by, his real name was Jim Radcliffe, but his name on 61 was Jim Tyler. David hosted the show after him. Ted Kramer took over after that did three hours. And then the fourth member of the party during the day was the afternoon bozo, Dale Summers. And Miss Liz, I think her name was, handled the night side. But through the years, David Lawrence made his way back, made his way not only to the morning show, but to a lot of people's consciousness in a very, very short period of time. The man was a legend. The man was successful as long as he was on 61 Country because he was going to be himself one way or another. He loved working for 61 Country, and he was able to build a staff of people that worked with him At one point, I believe they called themselves the Wake Up Crew. The crew included Mike Railsback, I believe his name was. They had a farm reporter. The crazy sky spy, John Wagner, of course. And they had some of the best music at that time in Kansas City. I'm going to try to feature some of that over the course of our broadcast tonight. Are you ready for the country? was the lead-off show. I think one of the reasons why David Lawrence ended up taking over the morning shift in the first place was because Jim Tyler, or Jim Radcliffe, I think, I discovered him on Facebook recently. He had a reputation that would not work for any boss in America. His reputation was for being late. In fact, he called himself the late Jim Tyler. When he was let go from 61, I do not know. But at that time frame, they took over. And from what I know about David Lawrence, 
he was a very, very genuine individual. What you listened to on the radio, what you saw on television, and what I'm sure his family probably saw in their life too, the man was very, very definitely genuine. And he really enjoyed everything that he did. He had the wake-up crew for a very, very long period of time. Before I go further, talking a little more about the man, if there's anybody that would like to call in and talk about their memories of David Lawrence, my switchboard line is this. It is area code 323-870-4001. And I'd like to invite anyone who grew up with 61 Country or had listened to 61 Country at any time of their lives to come on and be with us. A lot of people I know grew up listening to David Lawrence. And I know a lot of people enjoyed enjoyed him and his very, very good time very very good morning show a lot of morning show people would go absolutely crazy and do everything they perhaps knew how to do to maybe make you smile maybe make you laugh a little bit who knows but the one thing that that he did a lot was Radio. He did that very well. I'm going to share personal memories of his in just a moment, but I wanted to share at this point some of the music that he played during the time that he host that he was on the radio in the 20 years. I'm going to call on Loretta Lynn and friends who recorded a version of Loretta's theme song. I know David played it one time or another. I'm going to play it here. Here is Loretta Lynn with her signature song, Coal Miner's Daughter. In a moment. Here we go. Crystal Gales is with there.
That was the live version of that song. And Loretta Lynn, who is in her mid-80s, I believe, now, brought along some help, mainly from Crystal Gale, but there were a lot of others that were a part of this recording. From what I had learned a lot from David Lawrence a lot, there were a lot of things that very definitely was proud of. He was proud of his family over anything else. He was proud of 61 Country and the people he worked with. And he was very definitely proud of the community. I wanted to share some memories of my own. One was a bit on the sketchy side, the other two, not quite so much. One of those other two is something that <laughs> I guess I was influenced in a way. Um, to start off with, I believe for years that 61 Country had some kind of a float of some sort in the American Royal Parade. And I remember one year, I had brought some hats, a lot of hats, to wear at different times. Different times at the parade. The parade was in the downtown Kansas City, Missouri area. I had a 61 country hat at that time, and I had a few others along the way. And I wanted to make sure I had a 61 hat on when the guys from 61 would come through the section where we were on the parade route. And if I remember correctly, I wish I remembered the year. I do not. But I know that I saw two people. One of them, Sky Spy John Wagner, of course. And another one, David Lawrence himself. There were other people from 61 on that float. <clears throat> Pardon me. But I know they were there. Now, the second memory is kind of an influence of sorts. I've got a story that I wanted to share with you about something that I think David Lawrence was passionate about other than his family. He liked Kansas City barbecue. And I know for years that 61 had broadcasted live in the Kemper, in the West Bottoms area, I believe, near Kemper Arena. And they were taught and they would sponsor, of course, the American Royal Barbecue. In the days leading up to the barbecue one year. Let me start this story by saying the following. I think back in the day, David Lawrence and I could very, very easily have gone to a Royals-New York Yankees game and really gotten into it real quick. Reason why is the following. I kind of believe Kansas. he liked Kansas City maybe a little more than the overconfident attitude people had in New York. There were some East Coast, I know, people that were calling into him in Kansas City, talking about the upcoming barbecue. And I think, now I joined this late, so I'm kind of giving you what I think he was trying to convey, okay? I think the idea was that the New York people didn't take too kindly at this time of the year to Kansas City Barbecue because David was, let's just say, confrontational on this particular day. He was confrontational to the point of challenging these East Coast folks to come to the American Royal Barbecue and try out some of the spiciest barbecue sauce there was. And truth be told, your congenial host was 
well, let's just say naive enough to try this as well. The sauce that they had, and it was at one of the booths inside of the barbecue, was a sauce that was called Inner Beauty. I tried said sauce, and about one glass of water and maybe about five or six cans of pop later, I was finally able to put out the fire. David described this inner beauty, I would say, very, very fairly. It was very definitely very tough, very spicy, very hot, very burn your mouth off if you have a chance. I let myself, truth be told, get influenced by David Lawrence with that because of trying out that particular sauce. And I will say this, Bailey and Deanna, to you right now. I will never, ever try that sauce again. Ever. I was trying to, I did a Google search earlier this afternoon to see if maybe that sauce was still being sold here in town. I saw zero answer. If anybody has any idea whether that sauce is still on the market or not, I invite you to call me on my switchboard right now, 323-870-4001. My reasoning being this, if I find a place that has that, I will make sure enough people avoid that for a while. That's hot, man. But I call that kind of a roundabout inspiration from David Lawrence, but My favorite memory, though, occurred years after this. I was at the same American Royal Barbecue. And I had gone to a booth where within, this was maybe 11, 11, 15 in the morning. And I had an opportunity to be a sauce judge for the Royal. I had never had that opportunity before, and I wanted to have a chance to try something like that. They asked me how hungry I was. I said, hungry enough to give you the answer to be in command and judge. Little did I realize that when we got into this particular room where all the judging was supposed to take place, there One table next to me, one table next to me, was David Lawrence himself. And the man is, and I had a chance when we were through judging the sauces to finally introduce myself to him. It was a lot of, he was a lot of fun to be around. The man is very, it was very, very genuine and very, very nice to me. He was the kind of person who was very giving, very passionate, loved his, loved his city in Kansas City, almost to a fault. And meeting him that afternoon was a highlight to me. Whenever I meet people that I have a lot of respect for, I say two words, and those two words are class personified. David Lawrence was very, very definitely that. He was with he was with sixty one country for over twenty years. Retired, lived in Texas, but but the man was as I said was very definitely friendly, loved his community, loved his family, and just loved life. I don't know how else I could put it. He just really loved life. I'm on Facebook right now, and I'm wanting to bring up some thoughts from Bailey and from Deanne. As a matter of fact, while I do that, 
We're going to go to commercial. We'll be right back. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Back with you now on this one-hour edition of New Directions. My name is Terry Runyon. We're re- I'm remembering, once again, the man, Mr. David Lawrence. I was looking up some thoughts from some people. I want to start with, well, I want to just go with this. So one of the things that Deanna had remembered about David Lawrence was that he always, they always laughed at the small stuff. They were always, from what I've seen in pictures, very happy and very glad to be in the same company with everyone. And David was very, very proud of each and every member of his family. want to play a song that kind of illustrates about laughing at the small stuff. And oftentimes it's the little things that makes that make the man love the woman or whatever the case may be. I'm going to bring in my heroes, the Oak Ridge Boys, to kind of convey that. The song, I'm not playing Elvira tonight. The song is called Little Things.
it was very, very true that Deanna very definitely loved David and David loved her. They had a very strong marriage. They had two kids, I believe two kids. Bailey, I know, was one of them. I'm not so sure about the other one's name, um, but I could find out at a later time. The Oak Ridge Boys right there, the song called Little Things. One of the things that I had remembered David doing over the course of his over the course of his years in 61 is he did a lot of charity type work. One of them especially was with the Salvation Army, I believe, he had helped them give turkeys to needy folks every Thanksgiving. And that, my friends, that's saying something. I am now on Deanna's Facebook page trying to find some tidbits that I could share with you from her. Here we go. Just a second. She watches American Idol a lot. And I guess Bailey, this is your this is your husband Billy, huh? Okay. Nice person. You really really is. Another thing I'm gonna go ahead and share with you at this point is the is the fact that as I said, David Lawrence really enjoyed life. The the disease that claimed his life a year ago this month is just like cancer. It takes no prisoners. There's still no cure for ALS, but there were a lot of folks that have taken what I believe is the ice bucket challenge. There are some of my friends even on Facebook that have done that. They pour ice over their head and the way I'm understanding it, it's like this. You put ice over your head, and you get an idea of what people go through that have ALS. That, <laughs> thank you anyway. I've seen enough about it. That is, <laughs> oh my goodness sakes. Anyway. But David not only made a difference to a lot of people in his own station, but he made a lot of friends outside of of it as well. I'd like to hear from some of of David's disc jockey friends, if at all possible. My number again, 323-870-4001. I'd like to hear some of your memories about the man. I enjoyed the music that he played for many, many years. And there were a lot of people that were on the staff with him other than the ones I mentioned to start with. People that had joined 61 Country in the 20 years David was there. There was another David that I met at Old Shawnee Days one year, David Bryan. There was a guy named Jeff Bennett who had his own show at one point, but was mainly a fill-in, I guess. Sometimes even filled in for David. But for years, in all honesty, David Lawrence really definitely made 61 Country the powerhouse that it was. When he retired in 2006, around the time that 61 Country ended up becoming what we now know of as 106.5 The Wolf, it really, well, I think, might have lost the personality a little bit. I don't know. 
but with David hosting his morning show for the 20 years that he did, he brought a lot of very positive things to the city of Kansas City. want to play one more song of, um, of his. One, one more song, I beg your pardon, that he played, I know at some point. Sometime in the 70s, I believe. Smokey and the Bandit was famous. And I know he played a little eastbound and down. Here's Jerry Reed to sing it. Just a second. I don't have that quite right. There we go. Here's Jerry Reed. play one more song and I want to do this as my tribute not only to David but also to Roy also to Roy Clark I have been working on this song I've tried other shows I wanted to do this not only I wanted to do this most especially in memory of David tonight he brought a lot to into my youth especially the man was very definitely the best country radio host Kansas City had 61 country benefited from him I really believe he cared about his family he cared about his friends he cared about his radio cohorts. He cared about the community that is Kansas City. He even had farm reports on his shows from time to time. He made a difference in the lives of a lot of people. ALS was a serious killer for him. If it didn't happen, I can honestly say 
that he would still very definitely, and I mean very definitely, be making a difference in the lives of his family. There's not even a 61 country anymore. And I'd like to believe really the number one reason why there isn't is because there isn't a Dave Lawrence. We get older, we move, and we long for the days when we were once upon a time young. Yesterday, when I was young, the taste of life was sweet as rain upon my tongue. I tasted life as if it were a foolish game. The way the evening breeze, a tease, a candle flame, a thousand dreams I dream. Splendid things I planned I always built to last On weekends shifting sand I'd live my life And shun the naked light of day And only now I've seen How the years ran away Yesterday When I was young So many Happy songs were waiting to be sung. So many wild pleasures lay in store for me. And so much pain my dazzled eyes refused to see. I ran so fast the time, and youth at last ran out. I never stopped to think what life was all about. And every conversation can now recall concerned itself with me and nothing else at all. Yesterday, the moon was blue, and every crazy day brought something new to do. I used my magic age as if it were one. I never saw the waste or the emptiness beyond. The game of love I played was arrogance. I made all seem somehow to drift away, and only I am left on stage to end the play. There are so many songs in me that won't be sung. I feel the bitter taste of tears upon my tongue. The time has come for me to pay. For yesterday, when I was young. Roy Clark, once upon a time, sang that song for Mickey Mandel at his funeral. I sing it for David. And I hope that. David enjoyed it, and I hope that 
the family listening as well. I hope all of you did too. David Lawrence is very definitely a radio hero. And he meant a lot to a lot of people. It was a highlight for me to meet him, especially at the American Royal Barbecue. It was an honor to say that I was a co-soft judge with Mr. David Lawrence himself. From reading on Bailey's Facebook page, she is working, I know, to try to find a cure, working with a group, I believe, that's working towards finding a cure for ALS. And I sincerely hope that one day we can say that we have found that cure. I do sincerely hope that you've enjoyed my tribute tonight to David Lawrence. And I'd like to close this show the way I did with Joey and Rory this morning with a word of prayer. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you for the difference that David Lawrence has very definitely made in Kansas City and pretty much across the country. Thank you for introducing him to us And thank you for making us ready for the country that he and his 61 country friends have very definitely been able to bring to us over the 20 years that David was here in Kansas City. We ask your blessing on Deanna and Bailey and the family left behind. Please give them comfort in the days, weeks, and months ahead. And please give them a chance to really be able to make a difference the same way David very definitely did. Thank you for the radio voices of then and now. And please give them the voices to continue doing what they do to make a difference in some way, shape, or form in this world we live in. Thank you once again for David, and thank you for the chance, Lord, to pay tribute to him this evening. May it be pleasing to you. I ask all of this in your son's name. Amen. And that's going to wind things up for this edition of Block Talk Radio's New Directions in tribute to David Lawrence tonight. My name is Terry Runyon. Thank you for being with me. And I invite you to join me this coming Monday when Danny Klinkscale is going to hopefully be with us. He went through a similar skin cancer surgery that I went through. His went his was in 2015. Mine, of course, was earlier this year. He wrote a book about his experience. He's talking about also a lot of the places that he traveled, and I believe since then. He's going to join me early next week, and we're going to talk in more detail about that. I wanted to also make you aware of a very big Memorial Day Sunday where I'm planning not one, not two, but three shows. Show number one, a rebroadcast of the veterans that I did originally on Veterans Day. The second one will be complete with some patriotic music and a few recitations here and there, including the Pledge of Allegiance, including America, Why I Love Her, and a few other things that are still in the works. And then finally at 8 o'clock, I'm planning the simulcast celebration at the station. It'll be on Channel 19, but I wanted you to hear the sound of Blog Talk Radio as well. Thank you once again for the opportunity to pay tribute to the radio legend David Lawrence. May he rest in peace, and may his family continue to make a difference the way he once did. Again, that winds things up for this edition of New Directions here on Blog Talk Radio. My name is Terry Runyon, and I will see you on the radio along with Danny Klingscale this coming Monday. Until then, so long, everybody. The 61 country disc jockey list could read like a who's who of Kansas City radio.
They were fixtures for many years. But I don't think there was one person that was more of a fixture on the show, on, on, the, ra- on the radio station, I should say, than David Lawrence. He carried 61 Country for a very long period of time. Unfortunately, in 2018, he lost a long-time battle, as I mentioned on the broadcast, with ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. I had heard about this right after I launched the show last October. I wanted to do something for him, but I knew going in as I read the book, as I was detailing in the book, that this, ramblings from the radio, that this was one particular show you had to do exactly right. That made me a little nervous going into this broadcast, but at the end of it, the first person that I heard from was Bailey herself, and she was very complimentary. That meant a great deal to me. And then a day or so later, I heard from former nighttime disc jockey and at one time program director for 61 Country, Don Crowley, who now lives in Seattle, Washington, and is also, like me, an Amazon author. I don't know whether Don's had a chance to listen to this show since, but I hope he did, and I hope he finds it very pleasing. It was a lot of fun to do that particular show. The next show that I'm going to count down is one that really wasn't a whole lot of fun. I had, unfortunately, the task, and I really wanted to do this because this man was a guitar hero to me for many, many years. I did a show in November that was in memory of Roy Clark, who had passed away in November of last year at the age of 85. The next show in my countdown will be a tribute to Roy Clark. My friend Lonnie Novak was my guest at that particular show. She had joined me to talk about veterans early in the week and she was nice enough to join me later on in the week to help me remember Roy. We will play that show in its entirety on the next New Directions podcast. See you on the radio then. Until then, so long, everybody.